Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Thanks for joining us today. If you've been a part of any of the messages that we've been going through this year, you know what we're talking about. You know that we have been chasing after this idea, this word that God gave us to chase after this year. An idea that is encompassed in a couple of syllables. That word is ready. Ready is what we are supposed to be walking with in our mind this year. Now that, that word just by itself might be a little vague, or you might be thinking, uh, you know, maybe it's something that you are getting ready, right? Like we're gonna get ready at some point in 2023, we will be ready for the thing, right? But here's what the word means. Here's the way that I feel like God delivered it to us. You are ready right now. You are ready to live out the purpose that God has created you for. And we know that the way that we can do that, no matter your purpose, is by living out the four L's of a cool that we talk about here all the time. They are the four things that we know God has called all of us to do. He wants us to listen to God, love people, learn your purpose, and link to your community. So we're making sure that we're spending a few messages, a few weeks with each one of these L's. And so far, we spent a couple weeks talking about listening to God. We talked a couple weeks about loving people. And then this week, we're going to continue to talk about learning your purpose, which we know we are getting pointed to from a handful of different angles, right? We, we talked about that last week. There's a couple of different angles that we can be looking at to see what our purpose is all about. And for this week, as I was preparing for the message, it got me to thinking about something, specifically potluck dinners. Yeah, yeah. You see, I've been invited to a number of potluck meals over the years of my life, but depending on the season of life I was in, I would bring something different. For instance, when like I was younger and I was in college, well, and I had to go to potlucks, I would go with, I had a very good go-to, right? Tea from Bill Miller's or a couple of three liter sodas. I felt like I could never go wrong with bringing something good to drink. And if you're in San Antonio, some tea from Bill Miller's or a couple of three liters of Big Red, you're gonna look like a champ when you walk in with that. Now, once I got out of college and I had like a job, I had a little, little bit of money, and, and I was a single guy, I stepped my game up a little bit. I'd bring chips, which sounds kind of easy, but there is a method to it, right? Like, you gotta make sure that you hit like the major groups because you can't just bring like a bunch of flaming hot Cheetos. That doesn't make any sense. You can bring some of those, but not only those. So you'd have to like hit a couple of different groups, like I was saying. You gotta make sure you get like a basic potato chip, you can bring uh, a tortilla chip. If you wanna like up your game a little bit, you bring some salsa, and then you know, you just, just make sure that everybody gets handled there. Now that I'm married, well, I just bring whatever my wife wants to bring, <laughs> which what happens is normally she'll take her time to make something that's super delicious and really good. And so what I do to help is carry it to the car and then inside the house when we get there. And then once inside, I'm like, totally taking credit for it. Yeah, of course I made this pasta salad. It's a lot easier to make than you would think. All kidding aside, what I'm trying to get at is that the further I go into my life, I've learned that there are different things that I can bring to the table based off of my abilities and the people that are in my community. 
But for these dinners, everyone plays their part and brings what is best suited for them to the potluck. Now, have y'all ever found yourselves in a situation like this? I would imagine that a lot of you have been to a potluck of some sorts before. But what about other things? Have you ever had to like play a role as part of a team? What about playing a certain part in the group project that you had while you were in school? Or maybe you, you were in drama in, in high school or, or college, not being dramatic, like getting caught in all the tea, but like an actual actor or actress, right? Like maybe you did some stuff like that, or maybe there's a special job that you do while you're at work on your team, or, or maybe in your own household, you understand the tasks that are your responsibility. Whatever the case, you know what it's like to have to play a role based around your strengths and abilities and what is needed at that time. And this is actually exactly how it works out in the spiritual realm. Really, that's how it's supposed to work out. We all bring different things to the table so nothing is missing. And in all of our lives, what we can do is see how we have been put together and how that can actually show us a piece of the purpose we are supposed to live out. And when we look at what our purpose is according to what God has created us to live out, there's actually a very specific role that I think every single person, every single believer in Jesus is called to do. And that's the title, the role of royal priest. God has been talking about this role in our lives for a very, very long time. We actually see him speak this exact role to Moses all the way back in the Jewish scriptures known as the Old Testament. Let's take a look at what God told Moses about this. He said, Now if you will obey me and keep my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples of earth. For all the earth belongs to me, and you will be my kingdom of priests, my holy nation. Right here, God is talking to Moses, and because we always want to make sure that we aren't taking scripture out of context, I want to let you know that this scripture was directed at the people of Israel. Now, if this existed by itself and didn't connect to anything in the New Testament, then we would say that this is probably directed just for the people of Israel. That's who it was meant for. However, we do see this exact idea pop up again a handful of times in the New Testament. We see one of Jesus' friends and apostles, Peter, explain this exact idea for us. This idea of being made to be royal, to be a kingdom of priests. Let's see what he wrote. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. So this is a beautiful sentiment that Peter is writing to the new Christians of that time. What he is doing is breaking down the old idea that only the Jewish people were the chosen ones of God. Remember, during that time, there was a clear line in the sand that was built up by the Jewish people and everyone on the outside, the ones that were called Gentiles. So here in this moment, Peter is calling back to some of the earliest purposes that God gave to man, that God gave to followers of God. It was more than just for the Jewish followers of God. Now that the Gentiles and Jews alike that followed Jesus, they would also be called royal priests. So just take a second and look at someone next to you right now and tell them, I am a royal priest. If you're online and on your own, you can just type it into the chat, I am a royal priest. Or if you're on your own after the live stream is passed, 
and, and there's nobody around you, like maybe you're driving your car, you're like running down a trail or something, that's how I imagine you look like when you run down a trail, you can just say to yourself, I am a royal priest. So what does that role of royal priest look like? Well, author and theologian N.T. Wright speaks of the job of royal priest in this way in his book, After You Believe. He writes, people are simultaneously the bearer of God's wise rule into the world and also the creature who would bring the loyalty and praise of that creation for its creator into love, speech, and conscious obedience. The royal and priestly vocation of all human beings, it seems, consists in this, to stand at the interface between God and his creation, bringing God's wise and generous order to the world and giving articulate voice to creation's glad and grateful praise to its maker. So you can see it spelled out very clearly in this quote. Being royal priests means two things. One, bringing God's wise ruling into this world, basically leading like God. That's the royal. Then we are called to give a voice, bring understanding to other people about what it looks like to praise our creator. That's the priestly side. So when we talk about ruling in the royal way, I think we have to look at a very clear example of what this looks like. If God was man on this earth ruling, what would that look like? That would look like Jesus. Jesus was the ultimate royal priest. He ruled over us in a very specific way, in a way that no royalty had ever reigned over their subjects before, a way that royalty really hasn't ever ruled since then, and that's through sacrifice. The Apostle Paul understood this in an incredible way. So as he traveled around his corner of the world, starting churches, he shared this idea with them. So here's what Paul wrote to his friends that made it the church at Colossae. He wrote, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you are Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let that peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. We are called to be royal. We are called to rule by the power of God. We are called to be rulers of this world. That alone might sound kind of awesome, right? But I think sometimes people get this idea that being a good ruler, being a good boss, being like a good head of the household, they think that all those roles mean that they just show up and they're served by their subjects, but it's actually quite the opposite. If we're gonna be the royal in the sense that God wants us to be, if we're called to rule over this world in the way that God is asking us, well then it, we're supposed to do it the way Jesus did it. Which means you have to do a lot more than just hang out and wait for your subjects to come and serve you. Paul says it here, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, and if that's not enough, you need to make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Notice that Paul didn't write that we need to like only forgive the people we like. 
or the people that we think are cool or the people that will like help us succeed in this world. No, we are called to forgive anyone that offends you, even the people we don't like, and especially the people that think differently from us. We do that because we are forgiven by God. So we extend that same thing to others. He writes though, but most importantly in all this, above all, the place you need to start, the greatest purpose that you have been given in your life is to clothe yourselves with love. The way that you rule over people should be done in such a way that it looks like that you are wearing love as your clothing. Think about that. What would you have to do? What kind of life would you have to lead for the clothes that you wear to become synonymous with love? That's what we're supposed to do because that's how Jesus ruled. Y'all, Jesus, he could have come down and like laser-eyed all the Romans and then went up and sat on that throne and become the most powerful person in the history of the world for as long as he wanted to. Instead, Jesus clothed himself in love. He ruled in a way where people understood that he loved them. He did that by sacrificing everything for them, for us. That is what being truly royal looks like. So what about the priest side? What does that look like? Well, when Peter explained that these royal priests, what they look like, he said that they would be showing others the goodness of God, which is regularly thought of to be like a type of worshiping God. As royal priests, we are supposed to be living out our lives in such a way that we can show others the goodness of God. We are supposed to be living our lives in a way full of worship to God. The Apostle Paul explains this further in his letter to Rome. Here's what he wrote. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So Paul is saying that the best way we can worship Jesus and show everyone his goodness is to live our lives being a holy sacrifice. We are called to lay our lives down for the people around us, for our family, for our friends, for our coworkers, for our communities. This is what it looks like to be a priest in the order of Jesus. Not as a person that stands up on a stage, on a podium, and just wags their finger at people saying, bad, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. No, we are called to love people in a way that our bodies are given as a living sacrifice. Now that doesn't mean that we're like super excited when people do things that go against God, but it does mean when we live out the role of priest in someone's life, it is done with love and respect, not anger and hate. The author of the letter to the Hebrews echoes this exact thought. Here's what they write. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Do good and give to those in need. 
This is what worship looks like. Yes, singing at the start of church service, listening to worship music in your car, in your headphones, wherever you're at, that's also part of it. But it's so much more, so much deeper, so much richer than just singing songs. It's about living a life. Think of it like this. Let's say you had a significant other that was an amazing musician and an incredible songwriter. They would write and arrange and sing these songs about how awesome you are, about how glorious your love is, about your sloppy, wet kisses, or unforeseen kisses, whatever. So this person creates all of this amazing art in your name. But when you ask them to love you by spending time with you, or loving your kids, or being nice to your family, then they refuse to do it? They wrote all these songs, created all this art in your name, but when it comes to actually doing the thing that matters most, they can't follow through for you. Akuo, I am pleading with you. We have to be a community that does more than just worship God with our words. We have to be a community that does more than just talk to God so we can feel better. Both of those things are both good and both a part of what we should be doing in our lives. They're, all, they're both needed. However, our purpose, what God created us to do while we are here on earth is so much more than just those couple of things. Y'all, we are called to worship with everything in our lives. Our lives should be a living sacrifice. Now, I'll be the first to say, I don't get it right all the time. So don't think that it's like an all or nothing thing because I'm right there with you continuously falling and getting back up. But that's what I do. I keep on getting back up and you can do the same thing because we are called for more than just lyrics and guitars. We are called to sacrifice our pride. We are called to sacrifice our reliance on ourselves. We are called to sacrifice our time. We are called to sacrifice our resources. We are called to sacrifice all the things that we cling to. We are called to sacrifice our lives. And we do that so we can celebrate. So our lives will be worshiped so we will be clothed in love. So the person down the street, the person in the cubicle next to you, so your family members, all the people that don't know or refuse to follow Jesus that are in your life, when they look at you, they will see how awesome our God is. They will see how awesome Jesus is. They will see what love looks like. They will see what true purpose looks like. This is what everyone is called to do. If you are a believer in Jesus, this is what you are supposed to do. And if you aren't doing this, let's go. Today, right now, is the minute that you start doing this. There's no looking back. You are ready to live your life like this. 
Now, if you aren't a believer and you're listening to this and you're just like, your heart's beating out of your chest and you're like, I want that. Well, I'd like to thank you for, for being with us today. And if you've gotten this far and you're feeling those feelings, well, it's probably because Jesus is calling out to you right now. Maybe before you've seen the way Christians have acted and, and the way it looks and you're just like, I don't want to be part of those people, but this thing that I'm explaining to you, living your life like Jesus, that's what you want to be a part of? Y'all, I'm telling you, this is Jesus calling out to you right now. So what I want to do, if that's you, I want to help you respond to this call. I'd like to help you out in where you're at. I'd like to lead you in a conversation with Jesus, which we would call a prayer. Now, in this prayer, you will just simply confirm your trust and faith in him. That Jesus is who he says he was, the son of God, the perfect lamb, the one that sacrificed for you to make you right with God. The one that gave you grace, that ruled with love. And I know this can be a little bit weird. Maybe this is your first time doing this and you don't know where to start. I understand. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask all of the Akuo community to pray along with you right now. Because here at Akuo Church, no one ever prays alone. You always have a community there with you. Whether things are easy or they're tough, they're right there with you, sacrificing their lives for you. So if you want to confirm your belief in Jesus right now, just go ahead and say this just between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now for the rest of us believers, whether you've believed in Jesus for just the last five seconds that happened right now, or the last five decades, I want to lead you in something. Because here at Akuo Church, we want to be listening to God. That's what Akuo means. It's all about listening. We want to make sure that we are listening to God. We want to make sure that we are sacrificing a minute or two to spend some time with Him. Because we know that sometimes the best ability that we can have is availability. So I want to sit with Him for a minute and just wait and hear what He has to say. Now I want you to know it's, it's okay if you don't hear from Him right now. It's still good to sit in the silence and just spend that, that minute or two with Him. It's okay if you get distracted in those moments. Just do your best to go back. The hope is that you start learning this ability to listen to God in these moments so the rest of your week you can do the same thing. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask a question just between you and Jesus. I want you to ask this question and then when I'm done, we'll come back and I'll finish out some prayer. So here's the question. Jesus, will you show me where I need to start my life of sacrifice.
All right, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down for us. Jesus, please help us clothe ourselves in love. Help us learn our purpose. Help us walk with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Jesus, help us make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends us. Jesus, help us figure out all the things we can be doing to help the people around us. Help us understand all the ways we need to be giving our lives as a sacrifice. Jesus, please show us our purpose and help us show your love to all the people around us in the most amazing ways possible. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray all of these things in your holy and mighty and loving name. Amen. All right, thank you so much for being a part of this today. Before we go, there are a few things I'd like to share with you. The first thing I want to talk about is our community groups. Y'all, this is what Akuo is about. It's about listening to God. It's about being in community with Jesus and one another. This is part of the one another where you can get together and then listen to God together. It's a great thing. So we want you to be a part of the community groups. To join one of these, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church community, and you can find the one that fits you in the best way possible. And I talk about this all the time because I know it's absolutely true. One of the best things that you can do here at Akuo is become part of one of these groups and get to know people in your lives and have people walking alongside you. Now, one of the groups that we have coming up today is our purpose path. Now, as you know, we've been talking about what it looks like to be ready. Then we talked about what, how we've been made for a certain purpose. And we've been talking about all these different things. So what we want to do for you right now, today, if you're listening to this on the Sunday that it releases, at noon today, we are hosting something called the purpose path. And the hope is that when you're here, we can help you learn more about how you've been put together so you can figure out your purpose in a better way and eventually link with that purpose to your community. You're gonna be able to see how Akuo is going. You're gonna be able to see how you're going. We're gonna figure out how that intersects and we're gonna figure out how to pour gasoline on your fire so you can serve your community in the best way possible. Like I said, it's happening today. If you're listening to this in the morning, you can sign up for this purpose path at community or you can just show up at noon here at the church. Now that is what we're doing to encourage you to learn your purpose. Next week, we're starting our ideas around link to our community. And we thought the best way that we can show you how to do that, link to your community, is by giving you an opportunity to link to your community. So on Sunday, March the 19th, instead of having service here at church, we will have a community cleanup day at Woodlawn Lake Park. That also means we're not streaming, we're not doing anything. We're going to Woodlawn Lake Park. So we will be getting started at 10 a.m. as we always do, and we're gonna be there to clean up the park. Now the city of San Antonio will provide us with gloves and trash bags and any other materials we need to get that job done. And we will want you to wear your Akuo shirts so everyone will know what our community is all about. Now when we're done, we're gonna go back to the main pavilion next to the playground where we're gonna have someone grilling up hot dogs. We're gonna have chips and drinks available for you as well. Now, 
when, as we've been talking about throughout the series, sometimes you just gotta go do this. You gotta live your life as a life of sacrifice. And this might be the way that you can do that. We want you to go and hang out with us and serve our community, link to our community in this way. Also, if you have some reason that you don't think you can help out with this kind of labor, we totally understand that. You know, if, if for whatever reason you can't do that, you can still come and hang out with us and eat some hot dogs and hang out with people and link to your community just by talking to them. Y'all, we are so excited about this opportunity we have to link up next week at 10 a.m. at Woodlawn Lake Park. Now, one of the next big linking opportunities we're gonna have is Easter Sunday, April the 9th. Y'all, we're gonna have all kinds of fun. We're gonna have an Easter egg uh, uh, gathering where we're gonna be picking up all the Easter egg hunts. It's gonna be all kinds of fun happening on April the 9th. Also, we're gonna be having baptisms. If you're interested in getting baptized, you can go onto our website, link to the, uh, go to see that, and just click on it, get signed up. We're so excited to have you be a part of that. Now, one last thing that we are having happen uh, we just had happen was our family movie night. Y'all, we had so much fun there. It was so much fun. Now, when we do things like that, we have all kinds of things that we're handing out, right? Like we're handing out popcorn, we're handing out drinks, we have pickles, all the stuff that you wanna go along with uh, movie night. Then at the community cleanup, like we're talking about, we have hot dogs, chips, drinks, all the things that anybody can want because we hope that through these things, through these times that we're linking to our community in a low stakes time, that they're gonna be like, oh dang, these people from Akuo are pretty cool. What, what's their deal? You know, when we clothe ourselves in love during these times, they might be more interested in the one that we are sacrificing our life to, which is Jesus. And then they'll be a part of our community through things like that. So when you are generous here at Akuo, it goes towards eternal change. Us reaching out to our community, linking to them, and serving them in the best way possible so eventually they can get to know this Jesus that we know and love. We're doing our best to show agapao, love, to all these folks. We're doing our best to be like the early church that we see in the book of Acts, where everyone would throw their resources in the middle, and then a small group would make sure that the ones that were needy got what they needed. You know, we all know that we serve a God that wants us to be generous with this church. And we thank you for showing that. And when it comes to giving here to Kuo, I'm not hung up on um, the amount or the percentage or anything like that. I just want you to be listening to God because we know that God wants us to be living a life of sacrifice that is actually a life of worship and celebration. We want you to be doing that. Now, we want you to listen to God in this. Now, if you aren't sure where to start or, or how to do these things, one of the many ways that you can express your generosity here to Kuo is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering in the storehouse, which is your local church. That could be where you start. You could also start in addition to giving resources with your time. You could be a part of one of our A-teams, whether it's with our Koo Kids, whether it's with our production team, whether it's with our, our welcome A-team, whoever it is, you can do that. Now, we don't want this to be a, a burden to you. Again, as we're talking about, we're living our lives of, sacrifice, of, of a celebration and a sacrifice. This isn't a thing where you, you give something to God and he gives something to you back. Remember, we want you to be loving God in the best way possible through a celebration. Now, being generous here at Akuo is celebratory, but you might not be able to do that right now. You might be in a position where things are tough for you. You might have lost a job. You might be, be floundering for, for whatever reason. If that's you, y'all, it's okay. We are here for you. That's what we talk about here at Akuo. We are a place where we will be linked to you. So if you are going through a tough time right now, we wanna be linked to you during this tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. 
Or if you know someone that needs help, reach out to us as well. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send an email to us at help at akuo.church, or you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to give here at Akuo Church, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church, and then clicking on the giving link. Now, when you get there and click on the giving link, all you have to do is follow the on-screen instructions, and then you can go ahead and, and give in that way. We also have our text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text AKUO, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you wanna to give to the number 77977. Now, if you don't wanna give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to AKUO at PO Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, y'all, that's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate every single one of you, and I'm praying for you all week long, just along with our, our KUO team. They are praying with you as well. And before we go, I just want to pray for you one last time. So Jesus, I just ask that as people leave here, as they turn off their phones, turn off their TVs, put away their laptops, their tablets, whatever it might be, Lord, I pray that you'd be with them. I pray that they would hear your voice. I pray that you would show them the ways that they can be laying their lives down for the people around them. I pray that they would see the ways they're supposed to be sacrificing their lives in your name through worship to you. I pray that they would be able to find the heart of celebration in the middle of these sacrifices and that people would be able to see that they are clothed in love. Jesus, we thank you for the way that you're going to move in everybody's life this week. We love you. And we're looking forward to seeing the fruit of all this. And we pray all of these things in your holy and mighty and loving name of Jesus. Amen. All right, that's all that we have for you this week. We will see you at a community group. And then we'll see you at Woodlawn Lake next Sunday. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.